Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. From Mamma Mia, I'm Gemma Barth, filling in for Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Right now, America is teetering on the edge of a recession, with experts projecting they'll topple on in by late 2023. We've managed to escape two US-led recessions in the past 50 years, but will we be so lucky this time? Today, we're delving into the Australian economy to find out just how hardy we are and what might happen if we too follow America into an economic downturn. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Let's start with the basics. While there's no single definition of a recession, generally it's a period of declining economic performance across an entire country that lasts for at least two quarters. It can be caused by a whole range of things, excessive debt, asset bubbles when investing decisions are overly optimistic, too much inflation, technological change like the Industrial Revolution in the 1800s which made entire professions obsolete, or a sudden economic shock, like COVID. In 2020, the pandemic induced an acute economic crisis, which ultimately led to our first recession in Australia in three decades. Australia's GDP fell by 7% in the June quarter of that year, by far the biggest drop since the data began being compiled in 1959. Two key ongoing supplement programs, JobKeeper and JobSeeker, were installed to keep workers employed and the economy buoyed. And we managed to turn our economy around relatively quickly, all things considered. Just two years later, we're being warned to brace for another potential recession, one sparked by America. We avoided the early 2000s so-called tech wreck recession, and we avoided the Great Recession during the 2008 global financial crisis. But will we be so lucky this time? Fabrizio Carmignani is a professor of economics and the acting pro-vice-chancellor of business at Griffith Business School. Fabrizio, during the pandemic, Australia was tipped into a recession for the first time in 29 years. It all seemed to be quite dire at the time, but it didn't really last very long, did it? No, uh, you're absolutely right. It was what 
some would call a V-shaped recession. A V-shaped because if you plot the gross domestic product, which is the economic variable that we look at to determine whether the country is in a recession or not, we would observe a very sharp drop, but also a very quick rebound. And in fact, the Australian economy went back quite quickly after the recession. What about the time before for Australia? When was that and how did we fare then? Well, Australia managed to avoid a recession, as you mentioned, for three decades. In particular, I would say that Australia managed to avoid a technical recession at the time of the global financial crisis in 2008 and 2009. This shows the resilience that was built into the Australian economy over the years. It is also to be said that while we technically avoided a recession in the sense that gross domestic product didn't decline, in general, I would say that Australia has shown quite a strong resilience in terms of recovering for negative shocks at least in terms of a rate of growth of gross domestic product. So what are the predictions for the current day? Because there's a lot of talk at the moment about a US-led recession. First of all, is that likely for America and what will that look like, do you think? That's an excellent question, of course. And often we as economists, we are very good at explaining the past and less good at predicting the future. But let's think about the situation for the US and consequently for Australia. There are two main factors, in my opinion, that we should monitor when we talk about possible future recession. The first one is clearly the geopolitical tension that is occurring in Europe and elsewhere in the world. Tension, if it escalates, can certainly lead to a crisis that would have global implications in a sense that we could observe indeed a global recession that works as a domino effect. The second factor that we need to look at is clearly the inflationary pressure many countries are experiencing in this post-COVID phase. The inflationary pressure is related to supply chain disruptions, which is partly related to the geopolitical tensions. Obviously, if the United States were to go into a recession because of the interconnections of the global economy, we would expect to see a feedback, a negative feedback effect on Australia as well. However, I have to say that I remain optimistic in this sense. Let's talk worst case scenario for a second. If we do fall into a recession that's on the bad end, what does that mean for us, for government assistance? Because aren't we already in a hell of a lot of debt from the pandemic? Certainly debt has gone up. Australia overall, as a country, as a federal government, has less debt than many other advanced economies. So the level of public debt in Australia relative to the size of the Australian economy is certainly below the average of advanced economies. Household debt, so the debt of families, the debt of private individuals is significantly higher. And that would be, for me, a bigger concern, particularly if there was a sudden increase in the interest rates. This high level of household debt would then trigger financial instability. If we were to go into a recession, then, of course, we would have to increase government expenditure, particularly the expenditure that goes into social safety nets, into social welfare. And that would trigger a deficit and therefore an increase in debt. But it's a situation that, again, I think we can afford because we are starting from a debt level that is relatively affordable, sustainable. Recessions are a normal, albeit unpleasant, part of the business cycle. And even though they aren't great news for most, there are some pros. History tells us that recessions are a good time to start new businesses. 
If you can figure out how to attract customers in a tight market, you're laughing. Competition will never be weaker than it is during a recession. A few familiar names that were born out of a recession include Uber, Microsoft, Disney, Airbnb, Slack, the instant messaging service, CNN, and Sports Illustrated. The other good news is that in a recession, the rate of inflation tends to fall because unemployment rises moderate wage inflation. And as demand decreases, as we all rein in our spending, many retailers will start slashing their prices. Right now in Australia, we're battling surging inflation, so much so that on Tuesday, the Reserve Bank of Australia decided to raise its cash rate by 50 basis points to 0.85%. It's the single biggest rise in the cash rate in 22 years and comes on top of the 25 basis point increase in May, which was the first rise in over a decade. It means the cost of repaying a $500,000 standard variable rate mortgage will rise by $120 a month if retail banks pass on the RBA's increase in full. Dr Nicola Powell is Chief of Research and Economics at Domain. Nicola, were you surprised by this week's cash rate rise by the RBA? Look, I think we all held our breath after the announcement from the RBA. It was a significant increase in that cash rate. And, you know, this is the steepest increase that we've seen from the RBA in 22 years. And, you know, what they're really trying to do is make a sharp increase in that cash rate because their ultimate aim is to squash inflation before it gets out of control. So, Look, I think there's going to be mortgage holders out there that it is going to be a slap in the hip pocket for them. And this level of rate hike is going to be a shock, particularly because there are many mortgage holders that haven't experienced interest rate rises until the most recent months. So, you know, we've had Westpac come out and they've said that they're going to pass on that hike in full. We're likely to see as the hours and the days tick on that more of those banks will be passing on that interest rate hike to customers. How do you think it will affect the housing market in general in Australia? So, look, I think that is the million dollar question, really. You know, what is going to be the impact on our housing market? Because there is this inverse relationship between the direction that cash rate goes and home loans go and prices. So, you know, as we see the cash rate decline, as an example, and we see credit more easily accessible and increasing in borrowing capacity, it does have a positive influence on prices. So, therefore, the reverse happens when we see uh, the cash rate move higher. But there are obviously some households out there that have little to no savings and they're vulnerable. They're very vulnerable to mortgage distress as interest rates move higher. I think as well, you know, what's got to go into this conversation is overall costs of living are skyrocketing. You know, the increased cost of petrol, utility bills, you know, the food shop, everything is increasing in cost. And this overall impacts our household budgets. What happens if we throw another recession in the mix? Because we are being warned that might be a possibility that America might fall into one and therefore we might. Is that going to further hinder the market? The Australian economy is pretty resilient. We've still got the overall economy growing. It's up 0.8% in the March quarter and up 3.3% over the last year. And we've got a very strong labour market. You've got the unemployment rate sitting at 3.9%. That's the lowest in almost 50 years. We've also got job vacancies and job ads are high. So the expectation is that that is going to lift wages and we will see wages growth move away from the stagnant nature 
future they've been in in recent years due to that tight labour market conditions. Given the current environment we're in with, you know, this record cash rate rise and the potential of a recession in our future, do you have any advice for those wanting to buy or sell in the near future, kind of looking at the market right now and being a bit confused by what they should do? Yes. And I think, you know, the main thing I always say to a question like that is everybody's personal circumstances are very different. And I think the one thing that we've all got to do is factor in that the cost of a mortgage and the cost of living is rising. So we need to all build in buffers to our household budgets. I think that, you know, particularly for first home buyers, you know, we're about to embark on a new financial year and we're going to have the help to buy scheme which means that for some first-home buyers, they are going to get another helping hand or an additional helping hand to get onto the property ladder. The one thing I would say when you're purchasing in a market that is turning and a market that is potentially going to continue to fall in price is to be cautious when you're purchasing. Think of this purchase as a longer term lens in terms of purchasing. So it's about riding the wave of the downturn and then reaping the benefit of price growth. I think as well, if you're currently on the property ladder and you've got a home loan. If you don't make action now, it will cost you because I think you need to pick up the phone and speak to your bank, see what your bank can offer you. Think about refinancing. If you haven't actually reviewed your home loan recently, now is that opportune time to do that because it's still a competitive mortgage market out there. And if you refinance now, you could get yourself on a better deal. Switching to a lower interest rate could reduce the size of your repayments. Of course, no one knows how this will truly pan out at this stage, but hopefully we're in safe hands with our new treasurer, Jim Chalmers. He certainly knows a bit about recessions. He was an advisor to the Treasurer during the global financial crisis and can be credited as being part of Australia's successful effort to avoid the 2008 crash. As he told The Project this week, he already has a plan of attack. Our responsibility as the new government uh, is to make sure that we've got a plan to grow the economy without adding to these inflationary pressures, to get real wages moving again and to make sure that the budget recognises these pressures that are on inflation at the moment so that all of our investments are about getting an economic dividend. Those are our responsibilities, but first and foremost to acknowledge and be upfront with people. This inflation problem that we've inherited is a really serious one and today's interest rates decision reflects that. That's the quickie for today. This episode was produced by myself, Gemma Bath, and our executive producer, Siobhan Moran-McFarlane, with audio production by Tom Lyon. This podcast was made by Mamma Mia, the only women's media company in Australia. If you want to support women's media, we'd love it if you became a Mamma Mia subscriber. There's a link in the show notes. 